Hello to all of you out there. I am Ulrike Seminati, host of the podcast Empowering Female Leaders for Women Who Want to Thrive. Every week you will get new perspectives, exciting insights, and empowering messages of women from all over the globe. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Empowering Female Leaders. I am pleased to welcome today Kriti Nanda. Hailing from the Italian Alps with Indian roots, Kriti graduated from Heidelberg University in Germany and is living in Zurich, Switzerland today. A medical doctor with a holistic approach, she is dedicating her spare time to volunteering for charity projects, spreading awareness for mental health and facilitating the process of transformation. She believes that all we need today is hidden within us. We often simply just don't know how to access it. The transformation tools she has learned from her mentor, Maitreya Dadashwiji, practiced and sharing today have been developed specifically for the current time and have been scientifically validated. Katie, do you want to add a few words about yourself? Thank you for the introduction, Rika. I think that was, was lovely. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me here today. Yeah, I'm pleased to have you too. And our topic today is how we connect to our heart. And when I was thinking about that topic, I looked outside of the window and I thought, wow, it's springtime. And in spring, nature is just blooming and growing everywhere with such an ease. And I remember that in the past, before I also went through certain transformational processes myself, I was always looking outside at this time of the year and thinking, it's so easy for nature. Why can't it be easy for myself? How can I flourish <laughs> and have this wonderful power that is just spreading across? And I'm sure that you have a lot of knowledge in this area. So can you share with us where we can start when we want to trigger a positive shift in how we feel about ourselves? Yes, you rightly mentioned, like nature knows how to do that. And we are a part of nature. So we have inherently that capacity to bloom and not just once a year, but actually every day. And it's just that sometimes we, we in a way, lose the connection to that true nature of ours. Because if you look at children, they are completely connected. They are in this like true, true nature and that experience of it. And they don't need much, you know, to laugh, to bloom. You just see it in their face, the, the radiant faces of children. But it seems that while growing up, something goes wrong and we need to reconnect back to that. And it's uh, like so often, it's actually very, very simple. Like what I've learned and experienced myself is that we look for complicated solutions because we are so used that if something works or is effective, it needs to have complicated algorithm behind that, or it needs to be something very new. But actually the the easiest or the, yeah, the most Profound and effective things are sometimes the most easiest ones. So when it comes to blooming again or to connecting back to that true nature, it can just be to do something what we love to do. Like so many times we don't give us that time anymore to just connect back, like amongst all the to-do lists that we go through day in, day out. Is there something a day? And if it takes even just five or 10 minutes just to do something which we really love, because what happens then is we connect to our core qualities, right? If, if we want to bloom, if we want to live that true nature of ourselves, that spring within us, then we just need to think about what are these core qualities, right? The, the qualities of the heart is like gratitude, compassion, 
creativity. So when we do something which we love to do, when we just express our heart, then we naturally connect with these qualities and then we experience them because they just flow. When you are in this kind of slow zone where you're just like in a meditative state, where you just paint or, or listen to music, when you go through a forest, you experience that feeling and it's literally an experience. There's nothing the mind does have no role there. It's literally just expressing the heart. And for that, what I sometimes just suggest is just take five or 10 minutes a day. You don't need to change your whole schedule around. But these five or 10 minutes, take and just do what you love to do. And just try that for a couple of days and see the impact, what it does with you, how liberating it is just, you know, to give yourself that little bit of time. And this can be a very simple start. Just make every day a happy day. That sounds super easy. <laughs> I can imagine that people sometimes they think, okay, but when I have to do this, I will in my head, even if it's only 10 minutes or even five, thinking about already what I have to do afterwards. Ah, when I'm finished with this, even if I like it now, I have to write this email. I should not forget to do this and that afterwards. And then they kind of pollute probably that moment. How important is it that in this moment you stay like really connected and just make like a bracket around it where you're in a little bubble and everything else can wait. How important is that? The thing is, you, even if you try, you probably won't be able to do it, right? Because the mind or the thoughts, they're just so prominent that you won't really escape them. And I think the most important bit here is not to get frustrated, but just be patient with yourself. It will need some time, right? Especially if you had a long day and it was like and a lot of pressure time-wise, it's not that you can just switch on and off yourself or your mind. The mind will still be in that kind of rhythm. So just give yourself that time and space and just try to accept the way it is at the moment. Try not, you know, to struggle with that and to really want to. Now I should be able to relax or anything. It will come naturally. And there is also other things that can help you in this process to slowly connect back to your heart. The breath helps in modulating our thought patterns and the velocity of our thoughts and all of that. So there are things which can help you there as well and support that process of connecting to yourself. But the most important bit it is to really accept and, and to just be okay with that. It will be like that for everyone. I don't think there is many people in this world who can just switch on and then for five to 10 minutes, just be a child again. It's just normal. And the only thing which can prevent us from really getting into this zone is when we struggle. So there should be no struggle. Mm -hmm. When you say that we can use our breath to modulate our thought patterns, what does that exactly mean? How do I have to breathe that I, for example, calm down or that I feel less guilty or less anxious? Mm -hmm. So there is many different breath methods. They are also therapeutically used. And they have have a long route back in history. If you know, like pranayama yoga, which is used there, which is basically prana means the vital force, the vital energy, and yama means the regulation. So it's the regulation of the vital forces through the breath, because the breath is the carrier of it. So it has a very long, like thousand years old tradition. And you can just experiment that with yourself. Just try how you feel when you breathe in a certain method, and you will automatically feel the shift within you, what it does with your thoughts and how you feel internally, if you feel more relaxed or if you feel a bit more troubled. So what I always suggest is, is the first exercise, and it's also the most basic meditation ever, is just a breath watch. 
you know, just simply sit somewhere. You can put light music on. You can sit straight, close your eyes and just watch the natural flow of your breath through your nose. Like don't try to breathe slowly or faster or deeper or anything. Just watch the breath and acknowledge the breath, right? It's, it's like literally providing you with oxygen is that what's keeping us alive. Yet how many times a day do we really think about it? To be honest, like probably never in life. So just to be with the breath and initially you will see there will be many thoughts and just try to like bring your focus slowly back to your breath. And this is a very, very profound exercise, which will also calm the whole nervous system down and which will lead to a relaxing effect. And then the next one is a breathing technique where you breathe in a certain ratio, you hold the breath and you exhale. It's very simple. You breathe in four counts, you hold the breath for two counts and you exhale for eight counts. Means that you exhale longer, right? Because when you inhale, you take oxygen in, and the body obviously with all the metabolism, what's the processes which work there. And when you exhale, you give it more time for the body to purify. And many times, if you observe yourself, um, you will realize we breathe the other way around. We breathe uh, in longer than we exhale. It's a very staccato exhale, or we literally hold the breath for a very long time. And this, it has a direct influence also on an energetic level on our body. So breathing the right way will help you to also calm the mind. There is good studies now also available about the effect of breath and how it regulates the body-mind connection. When you fear something like you fear public speaking, for example, you stand in front of a group and you're completely anxious about it. Yeah. Usually then you hold your breath and you are even more fearful <laughs> when you hold your breath. Yeah. When you then start breathing really deeply and also breathing out a lot, like you say, yeah. then the fear then transforms into enthusiasm. I tried that out once and it's true. It's really odd because... Yeah, if you hold the breath, it's just getting worse. But when you breathe, you can transform it. And that's what you, you said before. You can influence on your thought patterns or how you feel about yourself just by breathing. It's very interesting. It is for free. <laughs> like I said, all our lives and we do it so unconsciously. And it's one of these things which uh, probably deserves to be more looked at. It's Yeah, it's part of that ancient knowledge which in a way has gone lost and it's part of our internal like what was called pharmacy like we have so much potential within us to heal ourselves or to stay healthy which we just don't activate in a way because we just don't know how right it's it's the same way that the first question that you asked that how can we bloom from internally right is is very simple because all of these things they would be our natural state but because we are so much focused outwardly and in the external aspects of the world, we in a way have lost that kind of inner connection to ourselves. We have a whole internal world within us as well, with thoughts, with emotions, with much, much more. And if we connect with that, and actually the breathing is one of the first connection between the gross body and the more subtle body within us. And this can be like the first bridge to cross and to dive deeper. And I invite the whole audience to try that out. And we will do a little exercise later as well with all your tips. What can I do then? So let's say I have planned in my five or 10 minutes per day that I do something that I really love, where I feel myself, where I can reconnect to myself for a few minutes at least. And I also use the breath a bit more consciously. I can feel it. It calms me down. I can 
somehow empty my mind a little bit by focusing on my breath, even if it's a bit difficult when you have this chatterbox in your head that is running. But with a bit of exercise, it, it's getting better and better. What else can I do then to really connect to this power inside of me or this confidence inside of me where most people are sure that if I had more of that, I could do so many more things in my life. I just don't dare to. What else can I do to get there? It's a process. It starts with that kind of curiosity that what is there within me? Is there more to discover? Like, who am I really, right? Is it just the roles I play the identifications that I'm having in this world, you know, whatever profession, mother, daughter, uh, wife or whatever, or is there something more? It starts with that inherent curiosity with there is where this path inwards starts. And once you ask these questions, you will see that naturally things will change around. You will start attracting these things. And then slowly, slowly you will find your way because there is not like, you know, one prescription for everyone. I always call it the transformation process, the one that I learned and experienced with my mentor. And for me, it was truly a transformation process. And that always works on all levels of our beings, right? Like it's not just something which just happens internally. Like we have a physical layer of our body. We have a mental aspect of us, our thoughts, the emotion. So the change needs to happen on all of those. And what we sometimes forget, so we tend to lose ourselves in the best diet or in the next workout regimen. But what we also need to think, and I personally feel this aspect is missing in the so-called Western part of the world, is that deeper aspect of ours. We can call it the core or like the deep energetic, like the, the deepest bit of our being to also pay more attention there. And that can be very different for everyone. Like the most simple thing, which I mentioned, do what you love to do because you naturally connect with that core within because you express those qualities or the breath. But then just take time to connect with yourself. And that can be very different for everyone because we are individually so different. For one, is it playing music? For the other one, is it like the kind of meditative state you get when you run a marathon? So there's very, very different possibilities it's important that we start with wanting to discover ourselves because we live in such a functional way day in day out to-do list everything is scheduled but it's also important that sometimes we just take time and just think when I'm 19 years old I look back at my life did I do what I wanted to do and these really like core questions of life if we deal with them that will naturally lead us to all these cool qualities of our beings as well. It's like a little bit, you know, the purpose of our life. And I think this is sometimes which in our fast-paced world gets lost. And because we lose this important aspect, we also lose the connection to ourselves in a way. Like so many times I hear people saying that I'm lost. I, I, I'm lost. I don't, I don't have anything to hold myself onto, right? And to say that when you actually have the biggest power center within yourself, in such a beautiful creation, what our body is like, right? It just shows that we need to align ourselves back to nature because nature knows how to naturally bloom. So it's more this this aspect, also this curiosity for this transformation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's creating a unity between body, mind and spirit. Whoever were interested in personal development hear that sooner or later, but most don't know what it means and how to do that because we are so used to be in the doing all the time 
with our mind, trying to be in control, making plans, uh, doing something to achieve results and so on, that we totally forget about the being and we totally forget to connect these dots because then we might do something for our body in terms of we're working out and I think this is extremely helpful to be in the moment, for example, if you do sports, depending on the sport, obviously, but when you can't think anymore. So that's good because then at least you're in the moment for a while. Which is yeah. difficult enough for many people outside of doing some exercise. But then still there's this famous spirit where you wonder, okay, there's the mind, there's the body so far I can follow. But the famous spirit, and like you say, I think for many people it's like this woo-woo zone, they don't want to go. And I think it's a shame not to do that because we do not consider this whole triangle as one unity, then we are missing out on something. And this is why the efforts we put into our mind or the efforts we put into our body only work partly and we feel it like being painful or exhausting. So is there a little exercise that you can do with us today where you can bring us a bit closer to this whole entity of ourselves, to this connection to the inside? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would invite you for a short meditative process. I always call it morning meditation. So you can just also do it in the morning or before going to bed and which will help you to open yourself up for whatever the day has to bring or whatever beautiful thing the night has to bring in terms of rest and it will help you to nourish you from within and just to load your battery as you're saying when we are exhausted that means like the exhaustion can only happen on the mind level or the body level and that is when we're not connected to the most internal core bit and this thing will nourish that bit so in this a short meditative process we will connect to our core so what we will do is I explain shortly and then we can just do it together so first, we will just watch our breath. And if you have any higher form that you naturally connect with, light, nature, universe, or divine form, or the formless, whatever is natural to you, you can invite it at the beginning. I always advise to do that because we are more receptive to also receive what is being given to us in such a process when we open ourselves up. Because else, as you said, we are the doer, which uh, is still limited then. So initially, we will watch our breath. And then afterwards, we will slowly shift our focus to the center of your chest, just basically there where we, where the heart is, like we see anatomically is a little bit shifted to the side, but we just focus on the middle of your chest. And if you can, if visualization is something that comes easy to you, you can just visualize a white light there. Yeah, you can just be with the moment. If you cannot visualize as easy, you find to stay connected in void. Try to keep the eyes closed throughout the process. And then afterwards, you can express your gratitude to whatever you have experienced or not experienced, or just for the moment that you had the time to be with yourself for these two, three minutes. What gratitude does is, you know, maybe, you know, there's this gratitude affirmations and everything. There is a very powerful aspect of that because it makes us receptive for the positive things for grace to flow. So that gratitude is a very important bit. And then afterwards, you can open your eyes and you can do that anywhere. It's like connecting to your light within that will let you bloom. You can close your eyes. And you can try to sit straight, but just be comfortable. And just completely relax your muscles, your shoulders. And take a couple of deep breaths. This time now is just for yourself, with you. And if it comes naturally to you, and if you have any such higher form that you connect to, 
where you feel you get support or guidance. It can be any form or the formness you can invite it now to be with you during this process. And then you can slowly shift your focus to your breath. Just breathe in and out through your nose. Just be a silent observer of your breath. Thoughts may come, just let them pass and gently bring your focus back to your breath. your breath. Let the thoughts pass if they come. And keep bringing your focus back to your breath. Relax yourself. Keep your eyes closed and slowly Shift your focus to the center of your heart. Visualize a wide light at the center of your heart. Just be with this light. light within you. And you can visualize how this white light radiates through your body to every part of your body like a wave. And it fills every cell of yours with light and with love.
focus back to the center of your chest, to the light, and express your gratitude to this light within you. keeps you alive, which nourishes you from within. Just feel this energy of gratitude. You're carrying this light within you always. It is always there with you. Anytime you can come back and connect with this light within you. And slowly and gently and in your own time, you can come back. Just take a time. And you can open your eyes again whenever it seems right to you. Thank you, Preeti, for this experience. I made it myself as well. And I hope that some in the audience could do it live. If not, go home, wherever you're doing right now, and try it out in a safe place where you can close your eyes and just relax for a few minutes and connect to yourself. I think it's one of these moments which we don't allow ourselves to do. And it comes back to what you said early on, taking a few minutes per day for this kind of meditation or and or for doing what we love, for putting ourselves first in a certain way and giving us this luxury of just caring of ourselves for a few minutes. And so many think they can't do it and they postpone. Since I'm doing also these kind of exercises very regularly, normally daily, and if I don't do it daily, actually, I realize immediately that I lose this connection to something inside of me that is not really tangible, the famous spirit, which is maybe an odd word for that, it's maybe you, more your core or what, what you have as an essence inside of you. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, beautiful. Maybe just a few last words about your personal experience. What does it mean for you if you look at the Kriti of today and the Kriti of before you started your transformation process? How does it express in your behavior in your life? of being more connected to your heart? Well, what I experience is that the more I can connect to myself, and as I said, it's an ongoing process because there is so much to discover about yourself. There is so many layers and facets about yourself which are untouched because they are so so deeply, you know, in the subconscious there. So, but the more you connect with that and you really get to know yourself, the more also, it might still seem odd, but in a way you fall in love with yourself. That's what we call self-love, right? Because it's you to see what kind of beauty lies within you. And the moment you recognize that within you, you start recognizing in everyone. It's a kind of process which goes parallelly. You connect to yourself and the same moment you also connect better to others. Because you've seen others. There is also this theory about that we all are connected well with our hearts. And the thing is, you do not see, and that is perhaps my most striking experience, you don't see yourself separate from the rest anymore. It becomes all one kind of unity. 
So you interact with people in a different way. There is much more understanding there, much more patient, because you know that if the other person reacts in a certain way, it might be reacting out of their pain. So you immediately are able to judge a situation from a higher level of awareness. You are not in midst of drama, but you take the kind of bird's eye perspective and you see, okay, there is, there is more people and roles involved in that. There's not just my reality and maybe everyone's right and there's different realities. So it becomes a very interesting, adventurous kind of daily life because even if outside nothing much changes, but the whole way how you see and perceive things and how you react to them changes. And when your reaction changes, when you don't just react, but you respond to a situation, then obviously you create different and more rewarding experiences. And this is then like a kind of, of positive circle instead of getting stuck in vicious circle where we just respond because we get triggered and all of these things just have to do if we are not connected to ourselves. And it's equally also challenging because it's about a new you in a way with facets that you don't know about yourself, but which are there, which you just did not allow yourself, you know, to discover. So it makes it equally adventurous and rewarding. And it's a great way to create self-confidence because people are looking so much, how can I be more confident? And there are many, many things you can do, but many of them are very mind-driven, very thought-driven. Yeah. And are in the doing because experiences shape how you think about yourself because you create also experiences by that. But I think what you say sounds like something that somehow seems to be easier to achieve in a way because you don't have to control yourself for that. Mm -hmm. And because it comes really from the inside and therefore certainly is a much more sustainable approach. Like you say, it's created, it's there, it's acting from the inside and you create that self-love and that leads obviously to more confidence in yourself because that's all what is missing when you're not confident about yourself that you're very harsh with yourself and you don't trust yourself and you don't love yourself you might not even like yourself that is then really really hard to live to live through how can people get into that process concretely yeah so offer them on a voluntary base so i just also advocate for mental health, but in a more holistic way, as we said, also taking into consideration not just the mind, but the other aspect. And if anyone is interested, you can check out more on my homepage and you can just get in contact with me. I'm more than happy to share more and also invite you to these experiential and definitely life-changing processes. Thank you very much, Kriti. And your homepage is kritinanda.com. And I will also put a link into the show notes so that people can find that very easily. Thank you for this great experience and for the five minutes of just coming back to ourselves and to this beautiful light that we have in our hearts. Thank you so much, Ulrike. This was another episode of Empowering Female Leaders. What are the questions and topics in female leadership that you are interested in? Let me know in the comments on YouTube and Instagram or join our LinkedIn group. I am excited to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe for new talks with inspiring women from all around the globe. Thank you for listening.